Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm Jen. And I'm Sarah. And we are Unabridged, the podcast where teachers take on books. Join us each week for bookish episodes and check out our website, unabridgedpod.com, where you can find lots of new bookish content every week. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at unabridgedpod and message us there or see our website to get plugged into the unabridged community. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hi, everyone. It's Jen. I am here with a teaching tidbit and what will be our last episode for a little while because we are taking a break for summer. Ashley, Sarah, and I are super excited about our next season, but we want to take the summer off just to refresh and to prepare some new ideas. And then we'll be back in the fall with new episodes. Before I jump into my teaching tidbit, I want to share my bookish check-in. So today I am reading Micaiah Johnson's The Space Between Worlds. This is a book that I got from Book of the Month Club, and it has been sitting on my shelf for a little while. It is part of my 22 backlist in 2022 challenge, and I am loving it. It's one of those that I wonder why it took me so long to pick it up and read it, because now I don't want to put it down. This one takes place in a realm where there is a multiverse, which I feel like I am seeing everywhere right now. And the main character, Kara, is someone who can traverse the multiverse. Not everyone can do that. So in order to enter another universe in the multiverse, your identity in that universe has to be dead. And Kara grew up in a really tough situation, in a really tough neighborhood not even neighborhood, just in a really tough area of her world. And she has been through a lot of trauma. And that identity, actually parts of it persist throughout the multiverse, which means not all of her doppelgangers have been able to make it, have been able to survive. So Kara is one of the people who can traverse the multiverse and bring back information to the scientists in her universe. This is a tough one because there are a ton of twists and turns that start pretty early in the book. And that is one reason that I love it. So it's a lot about identity, but the plot is really fast paced. I'm loving the twists and turns. They all feel earned, but also are quite shocking. I I really like what Johnson is saying here about power. You see different power plays and different entities in power uh, in these different universes. I really like what it says about knowledge and about who should have knowledge. And I know that all sounds really heady, but just trust me when I say that the book moves really fast. So I think I'm going to finish it today. It is really, really good. All right. Well, I'm going to switch over to our teaching tidbit. And I'll just remind you that we do have a Teachers Pay Teacher store where we have a lot of great resources for you. Today, though, is just I'm thinking about summer. So I'm recording this and I have about a week left in school. And as every teacher does, I'm considering what I'm going to do this summer. I have definitely had summers where I worked through the entire summer to get ready for the next school year. And I am determined that that is not going to be the summer. So the first thing that I am planning to do this summer is just to relax. I want to give myself a few weeks to just decompress and process and read some big chunky books that I have been saving until I have time to just immerse myself in them. 
And yeah, I just, I always feel like I need a little time to just figure out, you know, look back on the year and think about what has happened. So I'm sure there will be some reflecting in there, but I really just want to relax. And then I, of course, will turn to the next school year. So I always get student feedback. I've talked about that in another teaching tidbit. I can link that in the show notes. But I always like to think about student feedback. And so I write down everything they say. I record everything they say. And I try to process it in the moment. But as I'm thinking ahead to the next year, I like to go back and look at the comments I've gotten and think about what I want to change for the next school year. Because sometimes once it's started, it's hard for me to be able to put into place big changes in the moment. So that's really something I like to try to think about ahead of time. I, of course, also take notes through the year. Um, Sometimes I'll make notes directly on, you know, an assignment sheet or a document or a unit plan or my calendar. I also have a Google Keep note that I just have with notes for next year. So when something doesn't go quite right or when I have an idea about something that I could make better, I'll jot that note down in the moment just so I don't forget it. I just want to make sure that I go back and look at those as well before I start thinking about the next year. So I will be teaching two brand new classes in the next school year, and there will be a major modification to one of my other classes that I teach. So I need to build some new syllabi and get together some new materials and new books and Think about the big questions I want to deal with. So we do a lot of collaborative teaching at my school, and we will be meeting a lot in this next week, in this last week, to kind of look ahead at the calendar for next year and to think about some of those anchoring projects that we will all participate in. And then I'm going to use that as my centerpiece and then build around it and really think about how I want to change things for these new classes and for the one reworking of the American Lit class I teach. So I'm very excited about this. I think all of the classes are going to fit into our program really well. They're going to work beautifully with the classes that the other teachers teach. And I think they're just going to facilitate some great collaboration. But of course, building new classes takes work. So I want to really spend some time thinking about that, making good decisions to lay a good foundation for next year. And then I'm going to say it again, just because I do have a tendency to get caught up in work sometimes. I'm going to relax. I want to spend some time with my family. We have some great vacations planned that I'm looking forward to. But I also just want to spend time with my boys and my husband at home and just have the time that sometimes it's hard to get when we're all going, going, going all the time. So that's my summer. It's not the most revolutionary summer out there, but I think a lot of times we need that kind of summer just to process the year. This definitely feels like a year. We have a lot to process and I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to rejuvenating some things for next year. All right. Well, if you are a teacher or if you're not a teacher, I would still love to know what you are planning to do this summer. And that can be reading plans or just life plans. Let us know at Unabridged Pod. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod or on the web at unabridgedpod.com for ways to support us. 
To get more involved, you can sign up for our newsletter, join a buddy read, or become an ambassador. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.